0: You you want to see something really scary?
1: What's the boogeyman?
2: As a matter of fact, it was.
1: I am Jim. And I am here to do the devil's work. Welcome to the Grave
0: Plot Podcast. Welcome everyone to episode 231 of the Grave Plot Podcast. I'm Skeletoni. I'm Taylor of Terror. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Here we are.
3: Entertain Entertain us. us.
0: (laughs) Um, We'll do our best to entertain you. Yeah, although, you know, it's questionable. You never know. It's it's a mixed bag with us. It's a (laughs) toss-up. Yeah, on time this time. Hey! Well, let's... Let's see. Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> it's like we're recording on time, but can we get it out on time? That's... There's a, it's a two-step process. That's right. Um, anyway, how's it going, Taylor? Not so bad. Yeah. What's
3: uh, what's new? Um, Not a lot. We just got home from the Kraken game. Yep. That was fun, despite the, the loss. Yeah, well, can with them all. Yeah, well. We did get a point, at least. That's something. Yep. By the way, welcome back to Hockey Talk with Taylor and Tony. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Had a really good uh, Peak Sports Entertainment show last night. Yeah. Shout out to Peak Sports Entertainment uh, here in Everett, Washington. Uh, if, if you get a chance, come, come and check us out. It's it's really good time. It's old school, story-based independent wrestling as opposed to just putting on banger matches, which they do that too. So may not be some people you've heard of, but I guarantee you'll leave having a good time. <laughs>
0: You may have not heard of them, but But you you will. will. (laughs) Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we recorded after you got back from Disney. Yep. Yeah, okay. So, I won't ask you about that, because I probably already did. You did. Cool. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's been an uneventful couple weeks, I guess. Pretty much has, (laughs) yeah. I have usually i have some just kind of small talk but I, I don't really have anything this time yeah i was
3: i even like had to pull up my calendar to be like did i have anything going
1: on did you think did I,
3: no. peak and pickleball that's
0: about it yeah pretty much just work and today was our big excitement right yeah anyway and by that
3: we mean entertaining you with a brand new episode of the grave plot podcast
0: yeah good stuff <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway you know, We we talk about how like we could probably make a pretty good Just like talk podcast I think we could But like there's moments like right now It's like Yeah you gotta get We gotta get started We gotta have a We, we gotta have Horror business <laughs> Yeah
3: <laughs> I mean we could just have like Let the Patreons give us a topic And we just
0: Riff on that Well they wouldn't <laughs> It's like, hey guys, we're giving you the opportunity to pick what we talk about. I just wouldn't turp chirp, turp turp. <laughs> um, okay. Well, <laughs> should we just do it? Should we just do the show? Yeah, I mean, like, hey. Speaking of Patreon, let's uh, let's thank some of our grave diggers. Uh, these people are the ones who make this show possible. Uh, you know, more or less. <laughs> no, um, we uh, you know, we don't have an expensive show, but uh, we it does cost money. We have to pay for things like a website and legal fees and legal fees. <laughs> <laughs> Pater- what you do? Paternity suits and <laughs> and MP three hosting, hockey know. tickets, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> trips to Disney World. Hey, we could probably afford at least a couple nice games with the money we <laughs> have. We could, yeah. But we don't. We don't. We put all the money back
3: into the show or the film fest and we use that money to
0: give you the best product possible for us. Right. You gotta temper your expectations. Yeah, not the special possible. Right. That'd be insane. Yeah. Apparently that's small town murder. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion. Well, your
3: stupid opinions is fucking hilarious. It's pro- It's probably their best show.
0: Really? Yeah. Hmm. Is, is it more or less the same
3: format? Well, when they do small town murder, they do town reviews, and so they just kind of expanded that. Okay, but that's just part of that show. And it, with your stupid opinions, it's the whole show. Got, Got it. They just read reviews of everything. Mm. Like they they did the Grand Canyon. Some guy said
0: it was mid. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Gen Z, man. What the hell is wrong with them? Can't
3: impress them. Unless it's like a TikTok dance or something.
0: Yeah, because the people doing the same fucking dance on like every video. That's impressive. That's, yeah. That's the wave of the future. That's... uh, Ride the wave, guys. That's lit. Do they... Kids say they they still say lit. (laughs) I have no idea.
3: Is it it, fly? It's (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: chuggy.
0: It's spank. (laughs) All kids are saying spank. No, we don't. You will. (laughs) Uh, uh. You all right? Yeah, I had a cord twisted around my leg. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the people that uh, contribute their hard-earned dollars and make this show possible are, of course, Bob Voorhees, Kevin Nesgoda, Max Zaleski, Aaron Meyer, Gory B. Movie, and the Nameless Ghouls, whom we don't name, but they are within our hearts, like Phil Collins. Yep. Like, you know, you know the song. Yeah. You'll be my heart. I saw this meme where, uh, well, was it a meme? Maybe it was just like a screenshot of somebody's tweet. I don't know. It was a while ago. But somebody said like, damn, Phil Collins, you do not need to go so hard on the (laughs) Tarzan soundtrack. soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I saw another one where it's like, so he said, okay, we need to make a soundtrack for the the Lion King. And then it showed like Elton John. There's a piano on fire. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, okay. So I
3: watched Aladdin the other day for the yeah. first time in years, and it popped up with the, like, some of this movie may be culturally insensitive, and I was like, oh, that's, that's a bit heartbreaking to see your favorite movie as a child
0: say that. Yeah. What was I, I just turned something on. Oh, Blazing Saddles. I was watching... Oh, yeah, that was- <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, the first thing I ever saw that on was when they started releasing Looney Tunes on DVD, and it was Whoopi Goldberg of all people, comes out and starts like, "Oh, you know these were made at a time where, you know, they're culturally culturally." I, I can't remember her exact words, but just basically implying these were made during time of like cultural and and racial ins- insensitivity and and, and racism um, before everyone got woke. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, you know, I get it. <laughs> But at the same time, I just want to watch cartoons. <laughs> uh, it's like in all the time that I've watched Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry or something, not once have I ever pointed a gun <laughs> at my best friend. <laughs> Can't confirm. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, tried to hit somebody with a two by four with a nail in it. or You did drop an anvil on my head that one time. That's, you know, accidents happen. <laughs> At least it was Acme brand. You shouldn't have been standing there. You drew an X. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Uh, Dude, this, is, this, is, this is good yeah, stuff. I knew we could get going. We just, <laughs> we just needed to warm up a little. Um, all right. Well, anything else? Nothing? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's just do some more business then. All right, we're gonna start out with some real world horror. Taylor has informed me that I've been unknowingly biting my my lead-in from another show, who we will not mention here, but already have. Uh no, this story takes place in Zimbabwe, so let's pack our bags. <laughs> you Just got go your way to not say it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a trip to Zimbabwe. Um, From Argentina, where we were last episode. Where we've just been hanging out for two weeks. Yeah. Looking for little green ghouls.
3: (laughs) We found five. It was pretty sweet. We found none.
0: (laughs) Um, In Zimbabwe, a local media report has reported a very weird incident. Occurring at the Mbari, M'bari uh, Primary School in the community of Zenga or Zeng, Zeng, Zengiza. Maybe Zengiza? Maybe. There's just a lot of Z's in there. There's a lot of Z's and a,
3: and a lot of vowels. Right. A lot of, <laughs> there's there's a lot a, of letters. A lot of those letters.
0: There's, a lot, there's, there's literally letters from A to Z in there. <laughs> um, at the Mbari Primary School. See reports of at some point of the, after the lessons of the day, or after the lessons of the day have gotten underway, things took an unsettling turn. Are you unsettled? So unsettled. I'm trying to set the mood here. <laughs> uh, it took an unsettling turn when one of the class of, when one class of fourth graders was joined by what was later described as a shadow-like image in the form of a woman. Who suddenly appeared sitting at a table.
3: Ooh. Then they pulled off her head and it was old
0: man Withers who <laughs> runs the abandoned amusement park.
3: <laughs> and he would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids.
0: <laughs> it was Johnny, the pizza boy from earlier. <laughs> um, uh, what made the sighting particular strain, particularly strange was that it was not only observed by the students, but also their teacher, who was equally astonished.
3: Okay. See, my first thought would have been, like, the kids were making it up to get out of class. Yeah. Like, let's say, hey, let's just say we saw a ghost. Because in America, if the kids were like, we saw a ghost, you'd be like,
0: shut up! <laughs> Sit down! <laughs> Go so, to the principal! <laughs> do your timetables! Do kids still do that?
3: I have no idea. They, uh, knew, they do new math. Oh, God. They're just like, three times two? That's not six anymore. Let me tell you why it's seven, actually. I'm like, what?
0: (laughs) Yeah. My kid is about, well, I mean, from first grade, I guess he's still about, what, four years? Three? Well, I mean, he's almost three, so I guess three-ish years um, away from having to deal with that kind of shit. But the minute he tries to bring new math home, like, "Uh uh-uh. Let me show you how we actually do math. Yeah. Let me show you how the rest of the world does math. You gonna teach them the metric system? <laughs> I mean, maybe it couldn't hurt. I guess
3: I've said many times to anyone that'll listen, which is not many, that I think the America needs to switch to the metric system and just quit farting around. It's a lot of work. It is, but it's it's we it, really
0: dug our heels in. So
3: <laughs> yeah, it's there was a skit on SNL where he was talking about how um, it was like Washington. Forming the laws of the new country or whatever. And he's just like, We will, instead of using the metric system, we will invent our own system and we will have these things called inches. They're like, Oh, and so 10 inches will be something. And he'll be like, No, it'll be 12 and we'll call it a foot. It just kept going on and on like that. And then Keenan was like, And everyone will be free. And he'd be like, And 60 minutes will be an hour.
0: Uh, did you watch Good Burger 2? No, I have not hmm. It's okay It's not as as the original Which in itself is very schlocky But, yeah, you know, nostalgia Yeah But, uh, you know, I, I can still watch Good Burger And have a good time Sure Good Burger 2, I don't get that same feeling But yeah. it's, it's not bad Alright Is there relevance to that? You mentioned Keenan Oh, okay. It was, it was a tangent, is what it was. <laughs> um, uh, the teacher and the children all stampeded out of the room with such haste. Who <laughs> wrote this? That one youngster... Was it a tot? <laughs> one tot became an angel. <laughs> wound up being injured in the chaos. Oh, you mean panic. People Panicked. And trampled people. Trampled a top. <laughs> Whoa. your chair just break? I think it might have. Well. Let me pause. Taylor almost broke the one consolation prize they got from the job he slaved away at for 13 years. 16. 16 years. That would have been fitting, though. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking that back and had am burning. <laughs> uh, anyway. It's okay, I didn't. We're talking about the top that got run over. Yes, he was not an angel. Maybe, I don't know. Injured, doesn't say they died. Died, died, died. But death is like an injury.
3: It's like the worst injury. Death is the worst injury you could have.
0: Although... Maybe even worse is, like, if you get so injured, you almost die, but don't. Yeah. That might be worse. It might be. Because then you got to suffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, strangely, when other staff and students attempted to catch a glimpse of the ghostly figure that had caused all the commotion, it was nowhere to be seen. You is know- that strange? <laughs> Yeah, ghosts be doing that. Ghosts be disappearing all the time. Ghosts be not existing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like every time you see a ghost and then you try to show somebody else and it's not there, it's because they weren't there in the first place. Yeah, it's really not that strange. No. The strange part
3: is that the teacher and the students all saw it. That's the strange part. It wasn't strange that other people didn't see it. Maybe there's a
0: gas leak or something.
3: Maybe. Don't blame it on the gas leak here. Hmm? Don't blame it on the gas leak here. Gas what? Community, well,
0: wow. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> the which was that the Yahoo season? No, I think it was season. What? I think I think it was season. What was the
3: no because Dan Harmon came back for the Yahoo the first Yahoo season, so I think it was season four when Dan Harmon was gone. Okay,
0: because there there's five seasons, right? Six seasons in a movie. Mm-hmm. Six seasons. That's what it was. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> Local officials have pledged to... Oh, God. What? (laughs) Local officials have pledged to investigate the spooky incident. Can you even imagine if you called and reported a ghost to SPD and they actually came and investigated it? Like, what? Those are fucking tax dollars. First off, yeah, that wouldn't happen in America. They would laugh at you and hang up
3: the phone. Yes. Second of all, what are they investigating? (laughs) What's the best case scenario here, looking for ectoplasm, yeah like who are you gonna call
0: <laughs> not the police Zim, uh, Fucking Zenzenga. no the, the god damn it Zengeza police no, you're gonna call ghostbusters oh well, do they have them there <laughs> maybe <laughs> do they have the ghostbusters in in do they have Zimbabwe a, maybe they have a franchise Yeah,
3: maybe that wasn't that hell Zedmore's whole thing is he it yeah, was franchising co- ghostbusters. Global.
0: I just figured like the major cities like uh, you know maybe like Cairo and Johannesburg. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't think they'd have them all over the over the continent. Probably not. It's a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot of training. is What it is? <laughs> maybe like Bogota.
3: Yep. What's I don't know what the ma- most what's the most major city in Zimbabwe. Um. Zengueza? Harare. Which I've never heard of, so I doubt they have a Ghostbusters.
0: Zimbabwe itself is a very tiny little country. That's true. So saying it's the largest city isn't saying much. This is true. Anyway, uh, speaking to reporters while picking up their kids, following the curious kerfuffle. (laughs) Who
3: wrote this? Um, I can tell you. Exactly who wrote it if you give me
0: just a second. Okay. I mean, keep talking. Yeah. Um uh, one parent expressed dismay that there was something frightening our children at the school. Tim Benal. Benal? Yep. Is that Doesn't that mean like uninteresting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. I mean, maybe it's Binel. I don't know. B I N N A L L. Um, they went on to declare that we strongly suspect that one of the staff members dabbles in satanism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was good. That was delicious. Thank you. Um, man, ghosts are crazy. <laughs> I was telling you earlier about my son, uh, who has decided that our house has many ghosts, apparently? He'll just suddenly say, Ah, oh, ghost. And like maybe hop up into one of our laps. Like he doesn't like panic or cry or anything. He's just like, Ah, oh, ghost. And sometimes he shoots webs at him. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he's going to bed and there are apparently many ghosts in his room, he'll shoot like you lose web shooters. And he'll web them up. And then it's okay. <laughs> My wife texted me today telling me that he declared that ghosts are in our bedroom and that they ate his apple. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't think is something ghosts even do. No, I mean, I don't think they're known to like eat apples. Yeah. (laughs) I sure do love them apples. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's at that age where he's just making wild declarations. Like I was telling you again, like he he keeps uh, insisting that Green Goblin has stolen his toys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kids, kids are crazy. Because they say the darnest things. Yeah. You know, maybe it's the kids that dabble in Satanism. You don't know. Yeah, that's true. Probably. Why? Why are you blaming the teachers? Maybe it's the children. Have yeah. You seen? Have you seen children of the court? Maybe
3: it's the children who are wrong. Right. Like they principal scanner meme I don't think I've seen that one am I out of touch no it's the children who no. are wrong <laughs> um
0: yeah so there's that Zimbabwe <laughs>
1: trapped
3: So I think this story uh, actually got dead zoned last episode. Yep. Uh, for any new listeners out there, we <laughs> in between when we record and the episode comes out, as we call the dead zone, and it's when a lot of news happens. Just uh, 10 years now. Never fails. <laughs> yeah, so the story came out that they're uh, working on a new Evil Dead movie, and Sebastian Vanacek, I believe, Probably. Uh, Is on board to direct. He directed, previously directed Infested, which I don't think I'm familiar with. Me Uh, He's a French filmmaker, which Vanacek I would have thought like some kind of Scandinavian or something.
0: I don't know. I mean, I... It's like... I mean, his name is Sebastian, which is French. Yeah. With a little... Little accent over the, the little thing. over the E, Sebastian. Um, yeah Banachek, I don't know. I think I've I feel like I've heard the name Banachek before, but I don't know that I've ever actually seen it spelled. And just the construction of the name doesn't look like it has French origin. But right, I'm not an expert. Nor
3: I. Uh, well, it sounds like his take on the Evil Dead will be an experience in grueling terror, which is kind of a uh, kind of a staple of the franchise at this point.
0: And French horror. That's true. <laughs> uh, they really lean into that shit. Yeah, like martyrs? mm mm-hmm. Vanacek uh, said, I
3: told the studio that I wanted to make a nasty film, a film that hurts from which you come away tested. He said to the website Konbini, and maybe that's a French website, I'm not sure." of course, with that. course, Konbini. I get all my news there. <laughs> And he said, I'm going to put all the horror I have inside. It will be cathartic. And if I haven't ruined my career, I can continue to make films behind it. I will move on to something other than horror. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to make this really nasty horror movie. And then I'm never going to make another horror yes. movie again.
0: I just got to get it out, man.
3: <laughs> like, I just want to dance. <laughs> Like, is that supposed to be a selling point? you just like, <laughs> I'm going to make one horror movie. I'm going to put everything I ever, every bad dream I ever had into it. Like and Then I'm going to make a rom com. <laughs> right. And then I'm going to go out and I'm going to make a sports movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never touching horror ever again.
0: No more horror. Done with it. With
3: <clears throat> <laughs> his little cigarette. Because he's French now. Yeah? Yeah. His little pencil
0: thin mustache. <laughs> And striped shirts. He's going to be like, give me a bigot. And then he wheels away on his wireframe bicycle. (laughs) With one wheel bigger than the other. (laughs) Uh,
3: Vanacek notes in the same interview, if all goes well, we could start filming at the end of 2024, beginning of 2025, for a release that I hope for Halloween 2025. That'd be good. That would be good. Uh, He also mentions that Sam Raimi and company are giving him 100% creative freedom to play in the Evil Dead Sandbox and that he aims for his film to have a French twist. Which I, I love a good French twist. Could could be a could be a dance move. Could also be a sex move. Yep. Oh baby, I want you to give me a French twist. She's like. What? <laughs> okay, then give me a Mexican Halloween. <laughs> Uh, I think, didn't they give uh, the last guy, he pretty much had 100% creative freedom too, right? As far as I know. I think Rami and Bruce are like, yeah, whatever, you want the Evil Dead name? Sure, yeah, there you go. Yeah, just give us money. <laughs> yeah. And then sure, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, like most of the points on the
0: back end or whatever. like Right. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, um, Evil Dead Rise was good. It was. Uh, you know, this could be good, it could never know. I mean, I think overall, the Evil Dead franchise is pretty much bat in a thousand. Yeah, I mean, there's no bad ones, yeah, in the the entire Evil Dead universe, if you want to call it that. I I don't, I don't want to call it that. (laughs) Somebody might, um, yeah, I I mean, I mean, in my opinion, honestly, the weakest film of all. Of all of them is the first one. Yeah. I know a lot of people would probably want to burn me at the stake for saying that. I think Raimi might say that. Because, I mean, Evil Dead 2 is what part remake. Yeah. Like... Yeah, it's like, this is what we would have done if we had had money. money. (laughs) Yeah, I think Raimi would probably agree with you on that. I would hope so. Because first Evil Dead wasn't that great.
3: (laughs) No, I mean, it was... It was fun and it was like, you know, but it was schlocky. It was low rent. It was
0: all the good scenes in it. Well, no, I'll take that back. Not all the evil dead had some good stuff in it. Yeah, for sure. We're not saying evil dead is bad by any means. Sure. Yeah. But a lot of the good scenes that they had in evil dead, they also put in evil dead Two, And they were better. Right. So there's that.
3: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, Alvarez, his whole thing uh, kind of got shit on at first, but then once it kind of was realized that it wasn't a really a remake, per se, then it kind of eased the... I'd, I really don't think... I think they were making a remake, and then they were kind of like, no, no, it's just the same universe for Alvarez. Oh. I mean, I... That's how it was implied. It was, oh, like, yeah, it was, definitely. It was a remake. <laughs> and I think I think after the fact, they were just like, no, no, it's not really a remake. It's an extension of the universe, right. and now we're going to make more. And it's like,
0: okay. Would, yeah, I mean, the way they... Same cabin, same setup. Well, the way they incorporated it into well, how they basically explained it in Evil Dead Rise was pretty creative, I think. Yeah. That I mean, like, Never mind. I was just gonna say I was gonna explain it, but it's kind of a spoiler.
3: Just go watch Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. It's on Max. You'll you'll
0: get it. <laughs> so yeah, F- Evil French Dead Evil French Evil Dead Le Morte Evil. Oh. I don't know how to say evil in French. Probably probably something like that. <laughs> it's probably just evil with a French accent.
3: It's, uh, I think
0: that's what most of it French it's is. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Fide Alvarez, who we, of course, briefly mentioned just a second ago. You remember? You were there. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Pepper Trimes remembers. <laughs> uh, well, as you may recall, he's been working on an alien movie. And it seems like it's been several years at this point. So it's just like, feels like it. It's like, I think a lot of people are probably like, is it even happening? Right. Because there was a. Uh, who was supposed to be working on one, and then it just... Do You remember that? Yes. Somebody was working on one, and then it was like, and everybody was just like, "Fuck yeah!" But then I think Ridley Scott like did Prometheus and shit like that, and just fucked up the whole thing. Was it the uh, Section Nine guy? Was that it? I think maybe District. I mean, District. District Nine. Yeah. Uh, it could be. I don't remember. That's, that sounds right, though. Um, anyway. Blom- Blomkamp? Yeah, yes. Pumpkin. Bl- Bl- <laughs> that, guys, is when you're getting oral sex while taking a dump. He named the pumpkin
1: blumpkin. <laughs>
0: And that's Language (laughs) (laughs) That's language lessons with Skeleton (laughs) Um, Anyway, so yes Fidel Alvarez's film has now received It's official title It will be called Alien Colon Romulus Uh, It's currently sent to Premiere in theaters on August 16th of this year, surprise, surprise, to me at least. I think I saw something that they were done filming, so I guess I wasn't super surprised. But I did not see that, so I am surprised. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, according to star Kaylee uh who was in the craft, the, the sequel re- reboot, whatever, and Pacific Rim Uprising. Said in a recent chat with Variety that the Alien Romulus movie takes place between the first two films. Okay. Um, The project has been described as an original standalone feature, one that will focus on a group of young people on a distant world. So it's an original standalone
3: feature. Why do we care about the (laughs) timeline?
0: I I mean, unless they're going to give us... Star year? No, star date. I don't think they do that in Alien. No, <laughs> in space. I just figured they kind of. Yeah, it's like the final frontier. S- S- These are qu- quotes from a TV show. You know that,
3: right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I made them up <laughs> in my head. No, I saw that on a documentary about NASA. They say that space is the final frontier. These are the stories of the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> it's a seven-year-long mission to seek out new worlds and civilizations to boldly go where no man has been before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know theorizing
3: that one could time travel within his own lifetime dr sam beckett stepped into the quantum leap accelerator and vanished exactly it's Mm -hmm. like that he woke to find himself trapped in the past facing a mirror image that was not his own and driven by an unknown force to change history for the better There you go. his only guide on this journey is al an observer from his own time who appears in the form of a hologram that only sam can see and hear and so dr beckett finds himself leaping from life to life hoping each sorry striving to put right what once went wrong and hoping each time that his next leap will be the leap home
0: point is people that the date <laughs> that of the time movie, travel is real <laughs> the date of the movie does not matter because if it's a standalone feature th- it doesn't come into play it could have been a thousand years ago we wouldn't know it's true i mean there's spaceships
3: like the enterprise <laughs> like
0: the enterprise <laughs> I
3: this, or i heard this comedian on a podcast and he i wish i could remember his name so i could credit him but um he was like i'm worried about nasa because I'm pretty sure no other country space program sells merch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, merch is somebody who really needs 20 bucks. <laughs> By the way, check out the new hockey jersey in the Great Bob Podcast store. Call them sweaters. It's the, the hockey sweater. It's $50. Big money. <laughs>
0: it's very nice.
3: It is maybe I don't know. It lo- it looks nice. I don't have one, but
0: looks cool. It looks nice on the computer. Yeah, the mockups are great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, like you probably don't get like Letterkenny newsletter stuff, do you? No, you never bought anything from them, have you? No. Okay, that's probably why. I will get ads and stuff for Shorzy merch and you know they have like bulldogs sweaters and the mock-ups they have on their site look terrible really it's like i would never buy one of those those look like garbage looks like everything's just screen printed on but then i've seen people like actually post pictures of the ones they got and they look really nice so it's like you guys gotta up your game on your website
3: (laughs) it's like if nothing else just take a picture of a real one yeah, or ask like one of these people on Instagram or something. Can we use this photo? Yeah. Right. Send you some free shit. Like,
0: um, 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 um. leads the cast alongside Isabella Merced, David Johnson, John Johnson, Johnson, John- Johnson. Clinton, <laughs> um, Ar- Archie Renault, Spike Fern. And Eileen Wu. Was that necessary? The yeah. Oxford comma? Yes. That just eating away at
3: you? <laughs> Oxford commas are always necessary.
0: Uh, Fidei Alvarez co-wrote the script with... Uh, oh, God, I still can't say this guy's name right. Roto Sayugas? That's... Yep. <laughs> is that how it's said? I think so. Okay. That. Ridley Scott is on board as a producer. Oh, good. As long as he keeps his stupid ass out of it, then it's probably going to be good. Um, Alvarez explained during... Let me... Let me just back up here. Aside from Alien 3, which is by far and away the worst one, Ridley Scott's alien movies are... mid. There. <laughs> and like Alien Resurrections, it's not that great. But like Prometheus, all, the, all those movies... Those are terrible. Prometheus was not good. Yeah. And what was Alien? The one with Danny McBride?
3: Yes. Um, Or was that Prometheus? No, that
0: wasn't Prometheus. That was Covenant. That's right. Yeah. Alien Covenant and Prometheus were so bad that I've watched them once and will never watch them again. Alien Covenant was just a remake of Alien. More or less. And then, yeah, Alien, I mean, it's the first. It's always going to be a classic. But let me tell you, Aliens was superior in every practical way. Let me tell you about a little guy named Jim Cameron. Yeah. Who was, well, he's like a he's a special effects guy on the first movie, if I remember right. And then, yeah, and then he got his big boy pants on, directed a superior movie. Don't at me, because uh, I'm going to tell you where to stick it. In your butt. In your butt. <laughs> um, Alvarez explained during a conversation with Guillermo del Toro at the recent DJ Latino Summit uh, that he was nervous about Ridley Scott watching the film for the first time. Why? I was, like, fucking kick rocks, bitch. <laughs> um, I don't need your approval. Yeah. You're not my dad. <laughs> Uh, Alvarez told, told Del Toro, uh, and then he walks into the room and he said, "Fide, what can I say? It's fucking great. That would, I mean, that High would praise. be nice. Hmm? High praise. Yeah. That would be nice. And yeah. then Del Toro was like, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, to have Ridley Scott's approval is nice. But, but it's you not need it? it's yeah. not necessary. If I was... Alvarez and you know he told uh, Ridley Scott told me the movie sucked. I'd be like, yeah, well, go fuck yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I just. Like, okay, not I don't I don't dislike Ridley Scott. I think he's kind of an arrogant asshole. But aside from that, I don't really dislike him. I just think he's very overrated as a director. So, there it is.
3: I don't really have a strong opinion of him. No? I don't even know how many of his movies I've seen.
0: Yeah, I mean, Alien.
3: I've seen Alien, obviously. Blade Runner. Um, I never saw Gladiator. I'm trying to do Gladiator. Never saw The Martian. Never saw Black Hawk Down. Hannibal, meh. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, he did that Morgan movie that we did on the show? Which one? Morgan with Anya Taylor-Joy and Kate Mara. And Paul Giamatti.
0: Where Anya Taylor-Joy was like the robot. I'm totally spacing on this.
3: Yeah, well, we did it on the
0: show. <laughs> well, I might not believe you, I
3: just don't remember it at all. There's some reason I'm looking at like the website and I'm going back and looking at posters it's usually when i'm like putting up you know updating the site with movies we just did and i'm looking at posters i'm
0: going we did that movie (laughs) i've seen that movie right yeah most of those like like two or three years in it's just like what yeah (laughs) uh anyway so yeah August sixteenth, guys, don't make plans because you're gonna be go see the new Alien movie. I'm probably not. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I might go see it. I'm not gonna go see it opening day. Yeah, I'll go get. I'll get there. What am I a nerd? <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, author Brett Easton Ellis, who wrote a little book called American Psycho, heard of it? He's making his directorial debut with a movie called Relapse. Uh, This is described as an elevated horror film, oh boy, that Easton Ellis wrote. Joseph Quinn will star in the upcoming film. Joseph Quinn, of course, is uh, Eddie Munson. He's also the new Johnny Blaze, no, Johnny Storm. Storm. (laughs) You can't have a Johnny Blaze and then have Johnny Storm be the Human Torch. Like, that's just. Marvel's just fucking with me. I think Johnny Storm came first. Well, so whoever named Johnny Blaze fucked up. <laughs> they should have been like, you can't call a character Johnny Blaze when we already have Johnny Storm. Who's the Human Torch? Johnny.
0: Johnny. Thompson. No, you just Johnny, something different than Johnny Tom- Thompson, <laughs> Bill like, Bill Thompson. Sure, I feel like that's a person that I have, have heard of. It's a very common name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know, Sam Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm the motherfucking Ghost Rider. <laughs> Daniel Winston. Yeah. <laughs> like I like tried to think of a of a just a random last name and my mind just went completely blank. <laughs> Couldn't think of a single last name. It's one
3: of those things where it's like when you start thinking about it, suddenly everything goes away. Right. Like there was a Billy on the Street segment where he would just yell at people, name a woman. They'd be like, "What?" Ah, um, ah. He's like, just "Name a woman." <laughs> like, I don't know. Sometimes it was like he was yelling at a woman. He'd be like, "Name a woman." Like they could have just gone me, and they just they're like, ah, and then he just runs away. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, Joseph Quinn uh, will star <laughs> in the upcoming film as Matt Cullen. There's a name. Yeah, that could have been a name that I said. <laughs> Uh, who checks into rehab after witnessing a horrific death during a drugged up party Three months later he's set to get his life back together staying at his parents' mansion in the hills of Los Angeles. but things have changed around Matt and everything seems off balance. Uh, the f- official synopsis continues fueled by his unstable personality and the invading power of social media. Matt's paranoia grows, messing up his messing up with his rehabilitation program. that's, that's one of those words should go. Uh, as he starts using it again, a mysterious presence starts growing around Matt, and a mo- monster that has been haunting him since he was a teenager reveals itself. His therapist tries to help, convinced that the monster is actually in Matt's
0: head. They always think it's in their head. You know, it kind of sounds like the monster is in Matt's head. It it, it does. Or maybe that he is the monster. Mm, like a werewolf? Yeah. <laughs> Buy your I Am Werewolf You Can Too (laughs) shirt at graveplotpodcast.com. Relapse is said to be a monster movie
3: with Creature designed by DDT Studios. DDT? Yeah? Yeah, like like Jake the Snake. (laughs) Uh, Said Ellis, there is a simplicity to Relapse that seems like the perfect form for my directing debut something direct and impactful. He's like, wow, it was really well written. Let me sell you. <laughs> <laughs> did he, did he write this? Described as an elevated horror film that Easton Ellis wrote. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this sounds very much like an Ellis book. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've, I've read a handful of his, of his stuff and it's, it very much has a style, and this that sounds right up that alley. Be interesting uh, to see how he does as a director. Yeah, I know. Like, I feel like several years ago, they were talking about making his movie Lunar Park. Um, that uh, n- that never panned out, but last I heard that he was supposed to be directing it. And okay, I
3: thought I remembered him there being a talk
0: of his of him directing before, yeah. I don't know why that never happened. That book, I, f- I think one of, that book was one of his best. Did you read that one? No. It's good. He's, he's basically playing him, or the book is about himself. It's like a fictional version of himself. Um, and uh, he starts basically being haunted by Patrick Bateman. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just, it's like a just this ominous presence that, that won't go away.
3: So, I have okay. only read American Psycho of his. Mm.
0: Yeah, I read, so I read American Psycho, Lesson 0, um, Lunar Park. Uh, fuck why I, What was that one they made a movie of uh, that had the Dawson in it? Um, Rules of in uh, Rules, of, Rules of, Attraction. of Attraction. Yeah, I read that one. Uh I feel like there's maybe one or two more that I'm just not remembering. Anyway. That was a weird movie. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a weird book, but the movie made it much weirder. Had <laughs> <laughs> a great cast, though. It did. It had like a who's who of 90s All Stars. Yeah. It was like the Dawson, Jessica Beale, I think. Yeah. Jason was, Schwartzman, I think, was in it. I think so. I think Shannon Sossaman was in it too. Shannon Who? Sossaman. Who's that? Um, she's been in some stuff.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, I recognize her. Uh, Jessica Biel, Kate Bosworth, Faye Dunaway, Eric Stoltz, Fred Savage, Jay Baruchel, Swoozy Kurtz, Casper Van Dean, <laughs> who was cut out
0: apparently. Ah,
3: uh, no, Jason Schwartzman was not in it.
0: No, oh, well.
3: I've oh, been thinking of something else. Clifton Collins. Clifton Collins. He, this guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> I thought you might know him by name, but
0: he's one of the uh, one of the vegan police. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I always think of him as, um, oh Christ, what was his name? In what? In, in uh, Boondock Saints too. Oh yeah, that's the other thing
3: I was thinking of, but I don't know his name. Dan Winston. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it might have been like Romeo.
0: That's okay, yeah. That's the one. Anyway. Uh yeah, I'm 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 interested to see how Ellis does in the in the director's chair. I know that he wrote a screenplay for American Psycho. But not the one they used. No. Um, and, uh, aside from what I remember being a, a potential adaptation of a Lunar Park, um, that's the only thing I've heard about with him directing yeah, or even writing really. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know,
3: still in the, uh, pre-production phase. So no word yet on, uh, a release date or anything
0: like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got Joseph Quinn, who I am just all about that. Like, you just got a big old boner from him. He's he's he seems. I mean, I I've obviously only seen him in Stranger Things. I feel like most people. Yeah. Um, but he did so well on that, and behind the scre- you know behind the camera, he or not behind the camera, but off screen, he seems like such a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> um, and so yeah, I apparently I he's know. in Gladiator too. Oh, glad he, I forgot he even made that. He was in Overlord? The Nazi movie? Apparently. Huh. And
3: All he's right. also in uh, A Quiet Place Day One.
0: Okay, I thought I saw him in the trailer, but it was so quick that I didn't even notice. All right, I wasn't sure. Uh, okay, there you go. There, There you go. Here I go. Again. On my own all right so we're all feeding for some new predator predator movies after prey did so well sure yeah um not so much with predators that was not a good no uh the Predator, that's what it was. That one was not, that was not good, not great. Prey was awesome, though. Prey was awesome. Um, And, uh, yeah, so, but, let's wait. Did Trackenberg did direct Prey? Yes. Okay. Because as I was thinking about it, I'm like, wait, did he do Prey or did he do the Predator? <laughs> no, he did Prey. Okay. So the good one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, man, Predator was. He also did 10 Cloverfield Lane. That's right. Predator was so unfortunate because, you know, the first movie obviously is, is legacy. I mean, the like, goat. Yeah. yeah. And then Predator 2 had its merits. I mean, it wasn't as good, but, you know, I had fucking Danny Glover and. Um, oh, man. Pete, Gary, Pete, Gary Busey before
3: he was nuts. Peak can do a Predator theme show. Oh, yeah. So Peak Sports Entertainment, that I was talking about earlier, all their shows are uh, based on movies starring wrestlers. Yep. So their first show was What Would Jimmy King Do? Their most recent show was Three Minutes of Playtime, which was Bone Saw's quote from Spider-Man. And their next upcoming show is All Out of Bubblegum. You can call it... Uh, call it You Son of a Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if it bleeds, you can kill it. it.
0: should be a line from the actual wrestler, shouldn't it? I don't think it matters. Okay, well. I was going to say you could call it like Sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> call it Get to the Choppa? <laughs>
3: That's a bit on the nose. <laughs> Sometimes things are obvious for a reason. <laughs>
0: uh Anyway, so yeah, um Trakenberg is on board to write and direct Bad Lands. Is he related to Michelle? Yeah. Is he? I don't know. Oh. It's it's it doesn't seem like it's a very common name, so they're probably related somewhere.
3: You made out with your sister. <laughs>
0: You, this isn't where I parked my car. (laughs) Uh, gotta watch that again. It's so good. Um, deadlines reporting, uh, the film is a high priority for the studio, and sources say Trackenberg and the execs are already meeting with a talent with talent for the lead role. Um, it's interesting to think that this is a a high priority for Disneyland or not (laughs) Disneyland, Disney. Obviously through 20th Century Studios, but you know Disney all the same. Fucking do it. Let's do a Predator land at Disneyland. I'm in. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. They did Avengers. You own it. <laughs> they did Avengers Campus. So People love Predator as much as they love Marvel, right? Sure. Just uh, like you could put speakers in the trees with just like the clicking noise. Yeah, that'd be dope.
3: According to Dan Trachtenberg, he is not related to Michelle.
0: He <laughs> said that.
3: Yep. He posted on Twitter, he said, "My last name is pronounced Trachtenberg, and I'm not related to Michelle." <laughs>
0: uh, well, at least he cleared it up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the site's report continues. Plot details are being kept under wraps, other than it's featuring everyone's favorite extra, extraterrestrial big game hunter. There's also not known about the release plans, as the last film exclusively streamed on Hulu breaking numerous viewership records for the streamer. But given that 20th Century has been very much back in the theatrical game with films like Boogeyman and the upcoming Alien Romulus. Oh, hey. Hey, like we talked about. We just talked about that. We did that back then, just a second ago. Yeah. Remember? (laughs) Um, uh, Alien Romulus film Bowing in Theatres. A theatrical premiere isn't out of the question. I think it would very likely be theatrical. I bet that would. I think those at-home premieres are a thing of the past. Probably. That was just a necessity for COVID. Mm -hmm. And now it's just it's not. Although, I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it, that studios really need to come to terms with the fact that less and less people are going to go to theater. Yes. Um,
3: They need to stop banking on that as a measuring stick
0: for yes. how good a movie performs right yeah i you know i've seen so many movies that bomb at the theater and it's just like oh well this movie sucks because it didn't do well at the theater but then it's like i watch it you know when it pops up on VOD or something it's like that wasn't too bad I loved, it was pretty good yeah and then like people watch it and people start raving about it and then it becomes this you know it snowballs but yeah by that time it's too late. Yeah, and you know, the, like every once in a while, you'll see like uh, a movie drop on VOD that's like still in theaters, mm-hmm. and you can rent it, but you have to pay like a premium price for it. Yeah, that's that's that drives me away a lot of the time because if I was watching it with my wife, my wife, my wife, or you know, if it was something I could watch with my son, that'd be one thing. Cause then, yeah, it kind of balances out. I'm paying roughly what I'd be paying at the theater. Mm-hmm. Usually twenty bucks. That's that's the pretty common price I think for these at home. You know, same... fifteen to twenty. I would say, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, if I'm just watching it by myself, I'm not going to pay twenty dollars to watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. Uh, I'll just wait till I can rent it. You know, at a normal price. Anyway, um, Deadline also suggests that 20th Century Studios is all in on expanding the Predator universe. Oh no, with additional with additional projects and a direct sequel to Prey is also being discussed at this time. Filming on Badlands could kick off as early as this year. <clears throat> um, I'd like to see fucking Arnold come back. If nothing Woody? else, Woody. Oh, I, I definitely think he would. Yeah? He's been doing a lot of stuff lately. Yeah? He was in a fucking State Farm commercial. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> Nava! <Neighbor. laughs>
3: Up and at them!
0: <laughs> I've been listening to his audiobook. Does he narrate he it? He narrates it. <laughs> <laughs> God. It's so... I mean, like, it's... He, he's basically, like... I, I think the book... I think the book's title is "Be Useful," and that's that's more or less kind of what the book's about. Just like how to be a valuable person, you know, something that somebody that people want to have around, and you know, something you, you be be someone you can contribute something to the world. Um, and I mean, combine that with like some like a semi autobiography, um, and uh, yeah. So I mean, it's, it's 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 good stuff. Like it's it's motivational inspirational um but yeah just listening to him to talk listening to him talk is just it's funny <laughs> narrate a book um anyway but uh yeah like i said I'd, I'd like to see him come back if nothing else for than just for like a cameo yeah um fan service or like even You know The uh, body (laughs) The body The body back in there He's he's dead man Jesse Ventura? Yeah No His character Oh (laughs) Yeah but if you were doing a prequel Is it it a prequel? It could be We don't know
3: I guess And they said they're making a sequel to Prey Prey was a prequel
0: Dude what about Fucking an old west Predator movie That'd be dope Right? Think of like Cowboys versus Aliens But good Yeah yeah, just imagine fucking guys with fucking, uh, you know, six shooters taking on a predator. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. You, I mean, even if you don't even have to root for them, you could root for the predator. Sure. And it would still be fun. Yeah. Riding around on horses. You know, old West stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, to, you know what cowboys do. Going to saloons
3: do. and drinking sarsaparilla.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Spitting in spittoons and they go. Because it's Looney Tunes? Like somebody's playing a piano
3: in the corner <laughs> with like Will's ruffled cuffs on. Right. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Um, get excited for another Predator movie. For Badlands. Badlands could be a cowboy movie. Sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Go one,
1: two, three,
3: There's been this kind of run lately of uh, horror franchises becoming board games. There's a Halloween board game out now. Mm-hmm. Didn't did uh, Fright do that one? I th- maybe I'm not sure. Uh, there's a Shining video g- or a board game. There's a Thing board game. I have both of those. Still haven't played the Thing one. Um,
0: because it's a minimum six people. Why would you design a game that way? I don't know. It's like unless you're like in your like mid 20s, how are you going to have 6 friends to start with? And then <laughs> and then how are you going to find 6 people that all at the same time want to sit down and play a board game? Yeah. That they've never played before. Right. It's like, "Wait, no, we got to sit through and I got to explain things." Yeah. And I've never played before either, so I'm learning the same time <laughs> as you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Shining one's fun though. Is it? Yeah.
3: Uh, so the latest is House of a Thousand Corpses coming to a tabletop near you from Trick or Treat Studios, of course best
0: known for their hyper realistic masks.
2: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm.
0: Except for their fucking cardinal uh, cardinal copia mask. Is it bad? It's like it just looks like a weird old man. <laughs> but but he's not an old man. <laughs> middle aged no probably yeah. older middle aged I'd say if I had to put Papa in an age range, I'd probably say late fifties early sixties,
3: Papa four, yeah, I don't think he's that old.
0: he's like the young thats hot shot well, okay, yeah, maybe early fifties. I'll put it there. I still think that's too old yeah ah, ah. what
3: do you know? <laughs> Uh, Trick or Treat Studios announced House of a Thousand Corpses: Colon the Game. Very clever title. Yes, lots of thought went into that one. An uh, officially licensed cooperative tabletop game that will be funded through Kickstarter. That's how they do it. That's
0: all these games seem to go through Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. I keep getting I don't because even... what you want companies to pay for it themselves? <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, no, no. We want you to pay for the game, or we want you to pay for us to make the game, and then buy the and game, and then buy the game. And then buy other games. Like you can donate to our Kickstarter and we'll give you two games. One for you and one for the friend that you would probably play the game with. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um
3: yeah, and it's then it's always like, you know, oh, you can pay seventy five dollars and we'll you'll get the game for free. And then they sell the game for fifty dollars. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Something happened here. <laughs> Was I just taken advantage of? <laughs> uh, the Kickstarter is not live yet, but you can go to Kickstarter dot uh, com, obviously, and just search for House with Thousand Corpses. And there's a button that says notify me on launch, and then they will notify you when it launches. I'll try and put the link in the show notes. Sometimes I remember to do that. Sometimes I don't. Just deal with it. Yeah. If I don't put it in there, just you you know how the internet works. Just
0: yeah, we'd raise your hand if out. you're
3: actually gonna t- click on it. Seriously, like who click? I don't ever click on links in a podcast description. No, and some uh, podcast feeders don't even turn them into links.
0: They just it's just text. How, why isn't there? Yeah, what do they use now? It's not Java anymore. What's the common? I don't know coding. Mm-hmm. Python. C plus. Uh, these, are, these are things that I've heard of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just use HTML. Yeah. I, anytime I have to do any kind of, you know, designing of a website or whatever, I still just do HTML. I mean, I don't even usually do that. I just do rich text. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Bit. But if I have to do
3: coding, yeah. I
0: mean, if I'm like like changing colors or doing backgrounds or something. Yeah. Uh, the description
3: on Kickstarter says some pesky kids are running around your house. Time to do something about it. An officially licensed cooperative table Top Game.
0: Oh, so you play as the Firefly favorite.
3: Sounds like it. Uh, and I don't know where this description came from, but it says travel through iconic locations from the movie and hunt down as many victims as possible with their fate in your hands. It's in either solo or co-op gameplay. So, so it does sound like you're playing as the Firefly. Fire, God damn it. <laughs> Firefly
0: family. <laughs> uh, solo or co-op gameplay? Does that mean you can play the game by yourself? Um, it sounds like it, or maybe it maybe just means playing
3: against other people and not like uh, what's not co-op. Um,
0: what's the term they use for that? Where it's like one on six. Um, there's a term. <laughs> there is.
3: Um. Oh my God, like Dead by Daylight or Friday the yeah. Thirteenth. All these. Um... Dan Winston. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I keep wanting to say like irregular co-op, but I don't. That's think not that's right. right. Uh, asymmetrical. That's the one.
3: <clears throat> anyway. I don't think it's asymmetrical, though. I think it would just be like one-on-one-on-one-on-one-on-one, like a a board game.
0: Like sex. Sometimes. Usually. (laughs) That's an orgy, I think, is what you're referring to. I mean, if you're in the same room. (laughs) I don't know. What are the rules for an orgy? Do you have to be in the same room, or is it like the same general vicinity? Because then Imagine if you're having sex like you live in in an apartment like this one and you're having sex at the same time as your neighbors, is that an orgy? No. (laughs) If your address is different, it's definitely not.
3: Fair, fair. (laughs) But like wait, how did we get here? (laughs) I honestly have no idea. Oh, I I said one on one on one on one on one. You said like
0: sex. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It made sense at the time. Did it? Sort of,
3: <laughs> um, but no. I I think solo just means like you know like a like a board
0: game. Okay, yeah. you know like a monopoly. You don't really team up. Yeah, you just. They should make one more like more, well, more co-op board games. No, I mean the more board games that you can just play by yourself, like that one I got you. Yeah, the the Neil Patrick Harris one. Yeah, I mean I don't know if I'd so much call it a board game. It's really not a board
3: game. Something. Actually. It's more of like a. Puzzle box. Yeah. But not like Hellraiser.
0: Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, stuff like that. Because, I mean, a lot of times you want to play a game and you don't have people to play with. Yeah. Like, and Solitaire only gets you so far. Right. I, I've got, I don't know, a dozen board games and I don't play any of them because, like, I could sit down and play my, with my wife, but we're probably not going to. Yeah. And we don't have parties because we're in our 30s and we have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like when am I going to play these? Why do I even still have them?
3: Yeah, I mean every once in a while we'll bust out mixtape massacre mm-hmm. and play around, but yeah, it's board games with two people are not the funnest. Right. It's always better with more people. Yeah. We had board game parties a few times, but it just everyone just ended up playing cards against humanity all night. It's just yeah. like it's not
0: really Idea here, guys. Yeah, <laughs> the thing about board games is like you got you need to have your wits about you, and they, it doesn't necessarily go well with drinking. Yeah, Cards Against Humanity does. That's true. Or Yahtzee. <laughs> Just so you can yell Yahtzee. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: her friend had a Yahtzee tournament one night. Oh yeah, and another one of her friends who had never played Yahtzee before ended up winning the whole thing and had like five Yahtzees in three games or something. Like
0: <laughs> I remember... Who was that? I think it was my grandma. She had like a digital, like a, like a handheld Yahtzee game. And I had no idea how to play Yahtzee and I learned how to play it playing that game. And then I, I think I played real Yahtzee like a couple times and never played again. I honestly have no memory of how to play that game whatsoever. Really? My mom loves Yahtzee. Really? Every time we went camping, we would play Yahtzee. Nice. We used to... My family, when we played board games, which wasn't all that often, but when we did, it was almost always Monopoly. And my dad is a shrewd businessman. (laughs) Apparently, he grew up playing it with his siblings, and I think maybe even his dad. Um, And uh, yeah, he was... (laughs) From stories that I've heard, he was even shrewd back then. Like, he was just very, (laughs) like, by the book, first of all, and then, like, would just be very um, shrewd. (laughs) Stingy. Yeah, stingy, and just, you know, making, like, very sneaky business. Not sneaky, but just, like... Just like, cutthroat? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I guess that, that's kind of what I'm trying to say, yeah. And, yeah, you'd, you'd play that way when we were kids. Like, he was trying to teach us a lesson or something. <laughs> Monopoly just takes so damn long. It really does. Um, the only other game I've ever played... Well, I actually even play it, but the only game I've ever seen that takes longer than Monopoly is Risk. Well, Risk can take days. <laughs> Yeah, I mean weeks even. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when I was in college, um, a bunch of my friends, like if you had a after class, if you had a um, a club, like you you could start a club. You you know bring your proposition to the school and they would approve it or or deny it, and they would let you um, sign out spaces classrooms one time we ran it out at the theater um they started it as oh god what they call it the club for global domination i think is what they <laughs> called it and it was it was just risk club that, that, that was the premise like people it was started on the premise of people playing risk but more and more people joined and it just kind of became a hangout <laughs> all right <laughs> it, was, it was kind of fun but yeah they would be playing the same game of risk for weeks i bet yeah. Okay, well, that's horror business. Yep. Uh, hope you had fun. Yeah, I had fun. Not you. Oh. Nobody, nobody cares about you. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and talk about some movies, huh? Let's do... All right guys, so we've said this before many times, but this time we truly mean it. These movies have nothing to do with each other. Really nothing. <laughs> they are so far I mean they're both apart. kind of horror comedy, that's about it. Yeah. Um the people coming back from the dead. That's Yeah, but it's not a zombie movie. Neither of them. Nope. So but one of them does have a zombie
3: in it. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> and they actually call it a zombie. Oh, right. Yeah. I was trying to think of which one are you talking yeah. about?
3: <laughs> they kind of, like, in that sense, they kind of. That's yeah. really not
0: the central theme of either one. No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but so we are going to be talking about Lisa Frankenstein and Here for Blood. Yeah. <laughs> Ray's also Hell. known as Raise Hell. <laughs> I really don't like. I almost feel like I have a mental image of that title, and I don't know where it came from. I don't either. I, I the only movie I saw was that Life and Times of Whatever I Said, or
3: Born to Raise Hell, which was apparently directed by Steven Seagal. <laughs> God. Oh man, have you ever heard his reggae music? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, written by Steven Seagal. Uh, no, thank. Thankfully, I have not. It is. It is
0: something else. You don't let, say. Let me tell you. <laughs> he sings about, get this, punani. <laughs> that is a word that he uses multiple times oh, in his song. God. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> we're not talking about
3: anything having to do with Steven Seagal. I mean, we're not Fakely. talking about
0: Steven Seagal's punani. <laughs> Uh, which one do you want to start with, Taylor? Um, let's start with Lisa Frankenstein.
1: Are you hot burning? Lisa! Does he have more of a basketball bod or a football bod? He doesn't play sports. I tend to his grave. I talk to him. I wish I was with you. That's really weird, Lisa. you hear that i'm sure it's the girl next door she's very odd your hand i can't believe you're here uh, do you like music i have the cure no. oh not that kind of cure mm-hmm. they can't make you better i mean they can but like emotionally okay no don't cry <gasps> your tears smell so bad Send it back. If you no. Need a friend. no. I love it. Mm. It's not really my style. When you're in doubt, Lisa looks good. She could probably even do pageants if she had congeniality. Your daughter is a little psycho. I opened my glorious home to an ungrateful
3: little. you're <laughs>
1: Mm. I want to help you, but Taffy says it's a waste of time to try and fix a boy. Uh. He's better just accept a guy's flaws. Oh, that's so cute. I have an idea. There are bad people out there. Come on, Lisa. It'll feel good. That hand is going to do terrible things. I'm sorry man. just thinking of the, ride. the You are I'm being admitted. Impatiently. Lockdown! I could get the clink for life or the electric chair, but I don't want to die a virgin. Mm-hmm. You know anything about the disappearance of a student? I'm not making any more comments. <laughs> you can talk to my lawyer. I really hope this goth phase in soon.
0: All right, so Lisa... Nope. Yeah, yeah. Lisa Frankenstein. Um,
3: so maybe it's just because I never really heard it out loud, but I never really put together Lisa Frank. Lisa Frankenstein.
0: Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Lisa Frankenstein, uh, it's a brand new movie. That, Not to... affiliated with Lisa Frank in any way. No. <laughs> At least to our knowledge. That's true. They, they should have gotten like sponsored. Yeah, does, does Lisa Frank still exist? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Is it one of those things that like somebody bought the property to and tried to like make it retro? It still exists.
3: But to that point I don't know. Mm. Um, in 2012, Urban Outfitters began selling Lisa Frank vintage merchandise such as 1990 stickers and trapper keepers on the Urban Outfitters website. <laughs> I bought a tra-
0: Trapper Keeper. Not a Lisa Franklin, But In 2012? Uh, it may have been 20. 20- no, it wasn't that long ago. No, this was, uh, I don't know, three, four years ago.
3: Nope, still looks like it's the same company. It's currently run by uh, her son, Forrest Green. Come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, his real name?
0: Lisa's name's not like Frank Frank. He's 21. He's twenty
3: four now, I guess. And he's running the company. And he's running Lisa Frank, yeah. Well, good on him, I guess. The country, the company has made strategic partnerships with Morphe, Morphe, Morf, I don't know what that is, Morphe, oh cosmetics, Pillsbury, and Crocs. All right. Well, but again, nothing to do with this movie.
0: No. <laughs> uh, this movie. Uh, was written by Diablo Cody, who you may recognize from Juno. And I do recognize her from Juno. She was also a ghostwriter on uh, the Evil Dead. Well, Fide Alvarez's Evil Dead. Didn't she also
3: write Jennifer's Body? No,
0: right? Mm, mm. Maybe, she, maybe she did. Now that you say that, she did. Yes, okay. Um, also, and directed in her directorial debut by Zelda Williams, the daughter of Robin Williams. Oh
3: yeah, that's right. Robin Williams, of course, who leads the Love Has Won cult from the Great Beyond. <laughs> I need to finish watching that documentary. Do you? I think I do. When I was unemployed, they sucked me in. When I was unemployed, I kind of started getting into cult documentaries. Oh, God.
0: Also uh, got into Ugg boots and pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> um, so this movie, uh, it uh takes place in um, actually, so so the stars, um, Catherine Newton, who like, some I don't I don't I don't like her, and I'm not I'm trying not not to not like her. Okay. She played a character on Supernatural, and I just oh. hated her character so much uh, that, like, and I know it's not entirely her fault, but I don't necessarily think she's a bad actress. I've just got that bad taste in my mouth. Oh, she's also the little girl in, well, not little girl, but the, the young girl in Paranormal Activity 4, which was not good. Was she really? Yes. Huh. Okay. Um...
3: Yeah. She's, uh, she's also Freaky. She needs
0: to uh, change agents. <laughs> well, I mean, she was in Ant-Man. That's true. And presumably she's going to be in Young Avengers. Presumably. I mean, Ms. Marvel made reference to her at the end of the Marvels. Did you actually watch that? The Marvels? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, God. Carlo Gugino, those are like the familiar faces. Did I say Cole Sprouse? I don't think you did. Oh, well, yeah, Jughead Jones himself. Oh, Oh, from Riverdale? Hmm? Riverdale? Yeah. Uh, Okay, so this takes place in 1989, just kind of in any town, USA, I guess. It doesn't really say where, right? I don't think so. Um, and you don't actually, you know you know, it takes place in the 80s, but I don't think they say 1989 until almost the end of the movie.
3: I'm trying to remember if there was like a card, like a pop text on screen or anything, but
0: if there was, I don't recall. Me neither. But yeah, it was, like I said, almost the end of the movie before somebody finally said what year it was. I was just trying to pinpoint it by based on like fashions and music that they were using and stuff, mm-hmm. although I don't know that they'd really pay that close of attention to it, but Anyway, so 1989 centers around Lisa Swallows. <laughs> um, she's a, a a young girl um, in uh, high school, um, senior, yeah, senior. Um, <laughs> so she's living with her now or her new stepmother and stepdaughter, or sorry, stepsister. Um, and her dad this is after uh only a few months uh after her mother's death who was brutally slain by an axe murderer <laughs> and like when they did that i was like wait is this really yeah but then they went with it it's like fuck she was actually killed by an axe murderer <laughs> yeah and you're like is that going to come back right it's like, because it's like, is she making this up to, you know, sound get sympathy or something? Like, well, it was it was her stepsister. that was telling she was telling her friend, and she's like, "Well, I'm sworn to secrecy, but I can tell you, yeah, because you're my best friend, and I know you won't tell anybody." <laughs> yeah, and so she's, she's telling the story about like her and her mom were home alone, her dad was off wherever, gallivanting and, about town, right. Sleeping with loose women. <laughs> women of questionable morals. Um, yeah. And then an axe murderer, like a masked axe murderer, breaks into their house and kills her mom. And it's like, this, this was told at like a party setting, in like by a campfire.
3: You know, both these movies feature masked men invading homes. <laughs>
0: reaching here. <laughs> um, but am I wrong? You're not wrong. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, so she's now that she's moved in, her, her, her and her dad have moved in with her new stepmom and her stepsister. Like I said, it is a handful of months after her mom was just killed. Um, and she's, you know, understandably having a hard time adjusting. She's had to relocate she's going to a new school she has no friends uh, aside from her stepsister who is very popular she's a cheerleader um very you know very pretty and you know very popular with not only other girls but but the boys um and you know they are basically black and white they're they're complete opposites of each other but her sister is trying very hard to be a sister to her and it kind of comes off as almost condescending. So, and like, I think even as the audience, you're not sure kind of where, where that's going. Um, uh, and her mom played by Carly Gugino is a huge bitch. Yeah, she is. She is. She's the type of person who is awful in like every possible way, but then victimizes herself. Mm hmm. Uh, like the, the you know that she's the one being persecuted, right? Um, like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, she she doesn't feel like she fits in with anybody, and she ends up spending a lot of her time at the cemetery. Uh, it's it's an old cemetery from the 19th century. You know, around there. Um, you know, very decrepit and unkempt. Um, and she she has picked out this one gravestone that she likes to um, hang out around. And there's a big bust on top of it of Cole Sprouse, who plays the uh. uh His credit is just the creature. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, I is guess it right. really. I didn't notice that um oh you know I guess I kind of missed the little intro part it's like kind of like a shadow puppet type thing oh right where it's you see this young man who is uh, a pianist um, and he falls in love with a girl um, and you know they're gonna get married or I think they're gonna get married right um, I don't Um, I honestly wasn't paying that much attention to it because I was like oh this is opening credit shit (laughs) fair and then uh, she leaves him for another, for for like a guitarist it's always the guitarist Um, and he goes out to wallow and he's struck by lightning and killed so jump back forward she is just enamored with this with this guy's grave um, and she talks to him, and you know, is is basically making friends with a, <laughs> his body. A, a gravestone. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Let's see. Um. So one night, um, she was kind of. So one day, she or sorry, she goes to this party with her stepsister. She gets dosed. We don't know exactly with what, but she drinks something and it's it's spiked. And so she immediately kind of goes into this haze. Um, Her lab partner, who's this dorky little kid, you know, is like, hey, you know, let me go get you somewhere where you can sit down. Leads her to a bedroom and grabs her boob and gives her the honk honk. honk. Yeah. (laughs) Women love that. (laughs) Women, let me tell you something I've learned about women. They, oh boy. they love it when you honk their boobs. Especially, and you make the honk noise. Especially if you make the noise. <laughs> or like an old timey horn, like, Ooger. <laughs> <Ka-o-ga. laughs> Let me tell you, D- dripping. Dames love it. <laughs> yeah. So hot, you need to turn the temperature down. Um, Anyway. And then he puts her hand on his crotch. Yeah. And then he starts yelling at her for being a tease. Right. It's like, she didn't do anything. <laughs> so she takes off, you know, she's kind of in a stupor, but she just wanders off into the woods and makes her way to this cemetery. And, you know, just kind of collapses against this gravestone. And, uh, you know, says, God, I, you know, I wish I could just be with you. Um, and, uh, See, does she go back? She passes out there, right? Overnight? Yeah, and then does her sister... How does she get home?
3: I don't remember how she gets home. She must have walked, I guess. I guess so. She must have.
0: Um. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay, so she does leave. She leaves the same night. She goes home. Uh... And that night, same night, this strange green lightning starts flashing in the sky. A bolt comes down, strikes his grave, and he is reborn. Uh, reborn. She has this dream where she's got
3: like Bride of Frankenstein hair, and she's like talking to the um, the bust.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah. Uh, that was that was weird? It was weird. <laughs> Um. <laughs>
3: so yeah, I do like when she goes home and she's like, "Is there any pizza left?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, there's one piece, but it has has some meat on it because I guess maybe she's a vegetarian or something." But it's just piled on top. It's like it's like they took all the meat from the pizza and just piled it yeah, on yeah. this one
0: slice. And her dad's like, "Well, I told her you should she should probably get some kind of veggie lovers pizza for you, but she had some kind of coupon thing." And her mom, the stepmom's, just like, "Yeah, free bottle of orange crush." Yeah, and Chelsea says, she can pick it off. <laughs> it's like, what's, what's going to be left? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, da, da, da. So
3: she, how did Orange Crush get the uh, product integration? <laughs> they threw Are it they out? still around? <laughs> yeah. Are they? Yeah. Are they owned by somebody else? PepsiCo or something?
0: Uh, I think the same company that owns 7-Up. So whatever company that I is. I think that's Pepsi.
3: No. No? Is it just 7-Up Incorporated?
0: I have no idea. I, I just know it's not Pepsi. Pepsi has Starry. 7-Up,
3: parent companies, PepsiCo Inc.
0: What? Why don't they... Why did they start using Starry? I don't know. I am outraged.
3: <laughs> I think... Oh, PepsiCo International Distribution Only... Manufactured by Keurig Dr. Pepper Inc.
0: Okay, Dr. Yeah, Dr. Pepper. Yep, that's what it was. Who's a pepper? Hmm?
3: I'm a pepper? You're a pepper. Well, Wouldn't you like to be a pepper? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Orange, okay. Orange yeah. Crush. Manufactured Keurig Dr. Pepper.
0: Okay. We went through 7-Up to get there. <laughs> with we the roundabout way. But... Did you know that David Notton got fired from Dr. Pepper because of his nude scene in uh, American Werewolf? <laughs> no. He, he was he was the dr pepper guy he's the one that like he was the pepper he, he, he's the I'm the pepper everyone's a pepper you're a pepper the whole, whole world's pepper look, look at my pepper <laughs> that was him don't you want to put my pepper in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> okay gotta focus um, this is, sorry sure.
3: this is interesting though distributed in the United States and Canada by PepsiCo in Syria and Lebanon by coca-cola interesting yeah. And in Chile by Compañía de Cervecerías Unidas, United Beer, United Beer Company. That sounds like it. <laughs> and in Philadelphia by Wolf Cola, <laughs> um, United Breweries Company. Yeah. So, oh, okay. I didn't know that Cerveza also meant brewery. What's Cerveceria or something? Cerveza, uh, something like that? Close the tab already.
0: Okay. So back to the movie. <laughs> she um, is at home alone the next night. I, I, I forget where everybody is. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, but they just left. Oh, they went to go see a movie. That's what it was. That's right. They're going to see who look who's talking. <laughs> <laughs> the late night showing. <laughs> Like, can you count on even one hand the numbers of movies, number of movies you'd go see at a late night showing of? I can count on one hand
3: how many John Travolta movies I go to a late night showing <laughs> of. Kirstie
0: alley. Yeah, it's this many. <laughs> Donut. Um, so she's home alone watching uh, Day, of Day of the, of Dead. the Dead. Yeah, um, and she starts hearing noise outside and goes open the door, and there is... Oh, no. She hears somebody outside, and she goes to see who it is, and then this person breaks through one of the windows and comes storming after her. It's this tall, lanky body with this big mud head. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, yeah, so she, she gets chased around the house, and while she's trying to escape... From her window off the roof She lands on top of this guy Um And Realizes who he is Um She takes him inside You know Puts him in the shower to clean him off And uh gets him dressed So they have a little fashion show Where he's trying you know the typical thing you see in a lot of 80's movies you know they go out And they they try on different It's like outfits and
3: Oh, the girl's crazy about a stop dressed man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what they should have played. Yeah, you've seen it. <laughs> um. Anyway, so she... And then Tracy
3: would try on an outfit, and I'd be like, yeah. And then he'd try another one, and I'd be like, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah. So she's got this dead guy living with her in secret. Um, and um, he... It's kind of like building her confidence in a way because he's kind of devoted to her. You know, he doesn't make hopelessly. It. Yeah, you've heard the song, John Travolta again. No, that was I guess that was Olivia Newton John. Well, yeah, but it was a movie starring John Travolta. Sure, um. Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> um. God damn it. <laughs> Losing my train of thought, uh, yeah. It's so like having this guy around him, kind of like you know, building her confidence. You know, uh, he's you know, he's mute, but he's he's you know, projecting a lot of interest in her and um, you know, very committed to her. Uh, and as a result, she starts. I don't know, she starts kind of, like, developing this goth style, but also, like, kind of, you know, dressing up and, you know, putting on makeup and, you know, making herself, putting more effort into making herself, like, I don't want to say presentable, but, you know. Just putting on more
3: of a presentation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know. She, yeah, it's just putting, putting more effort into. Yeah, her putting looks on makeup, and... doing her hair, and you know, putting more effort into her in her clothing. Even though, yeah, like I said, it's a lot of it's very goth looking. Mm-hmm. Um. But um. Yeah. So this this creature, um, he. She, she. Like I said, he's mute and just kind of sits and listens to her. Just. Prattle on, like just talk. Yeah. Um, and he, this whole time, he's like trying to say, like, oh, you know, I can't really hear you because I'm, I'm missing an ear. I'm also missing a hand. She's like, no, I, I can't, I can't fix that. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, see, her stepmom. This is a little bit of a spoiler, but I think it's important to the story, or you know, to kind of covering the story her stepmom is a nurse and she's supposed to be out of town at some kind of conference um, and so she's talking to the creature and suddenly her stepmom comes in and she's like, yeah she know. being Lisa yes not not the stepmom right so yeah so Lisa's talking to the creature in her bedroom, and suddenly a stepmom just barges in. She's like, what are you doing here? That kind of thing. Um, I forget exactly what it was. Oh, because she thinks that Lisa is um, like a degenerate. I mean, she's, she thinks that she's destroyed her house. I mean, um, even though, like Lisa said, oh, somebody broke in and tried to attack me. That's why the window's broken. That's why there's mud all over the place. Um that's why your little precious precious moments figures are broken. <laughs> um but yeah, she's she's Because a,
3: earlier she broke a mirror or something, I think. That's
0: right, yeah. She came home from the party and broke a mirror. Uh probably on account of being um you know sexually abused. <laughs> yeah, and drugged. <laughs> right. Um So uh yeah, so her her stepmom is just ready to go like put her in a psych ward because she's a, a psych nurse. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I know who to call and I can... Ghostbusters. And, yeah. <laughs> yep. And her dad is uh, pretty much just like not interested in her, like as a person. He's, yeah, he's really he's, just kind of a pushover. And he's more interested in, in Taffy, her sis, step-sister. Yeah. Like he he seems to treat her as more of a daughter than his flesh and blood daughter. Um, and so, yeah, when, when his stepmom, I think she was kind of the daughter he wanted like popular and yeah, yeah. So when, when the stepmom starts go laying into Lisa and the dad's just kind of like, okay, let's, let's all calm down here. (laughs) Um, anyway, but her stepmom, like I said, just pops up when she's supposed to be out of town and says, you know, you know, you're, you're, I'm taking you to to inpatient psychological, you know, in, inpatient psychological hospital or ward or whatever, <clears throat> um, because that's where you belong. Just blah 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 blah. And the creature pops out of her closet holding a sewing machine and bashes her head in. So she's dead. Yep. Um, and uh, you know, Lisa's like freaking out. Like, what are you doing? Or what? What have you done? And then he cuts, he grabs a pair of scissors and cuts her ear off and hands it to Lisa. And she's like, you want me to put this on you? And, uh, you know, he nods. So she she sews the ear onto him. And she's like, can you, and she like, I think she flicks it, right? And says, can you, can you feel that? Do you, do you hear anything? And he just kind of shakes his head. It's like maybe oh, it's because it's dead. You know, it's it's dead meat. Just like, and she like has this idea. You know, this light bulb go off in her head because her sister has a tanning bed that's malfunctioning and electrocuting people. Yeah, I electrocuted her at the beginning of the movie. All right, so she puts him in it, cranks it up, turns it on, and electric you know electrocutes him, and he pops out. And now the ear, is it's still sewn on, but it looks more attached to him. Um, and uh, he also looks noticeably slightly less dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, basically, throughout the movie, they're like replaced, slowly replacing body parts on him and going through this process of electrocuting him. And each time he does, he looks less and less undead. But he's still, you know not privy to kind of society (laughs) being that he's about 200 years old. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, and, and Lisa is obsessed with this guy that she goes to school with. Meanwhile, this creature is obviously just absolutely in love with her and she is not noticing, basically treating him almost like a pet. Um, so it's, yeah, it's kind of like, um, um, more lovelorned is that a thing why is that maybe it sounds like it sounds could a like a word <laughs> uh, forlorn I mean lovelorn
3: is a word not lorned. okay in the past tense, but
0: let's see miserable because of unrequited yeah lovelorn there we go yeah <laughs> this uh yeah this lovelorn zombie all intents and purposes Uh, and he still can't talk like he's still i don't know if he doesn't have a tongue uh or if he's just because his body is decomposed he doesn't have the ability to talk but um yeah and so as this goes on lisa becomes more and more cruel like she she gets this heightened sense of um, conf- confidence I guess But also be- This is just making her Care less and less About the people around her And making her feel you know, she has got complex her, almost Yeah And making her a lot more selfish um, And uh, murderous <laughs> By the way um, Do I talk about any more? I don't think so Okay um, So yeah I mean that, that's basically The premise of the movie um it's uh it's all right it's a it's a cute little movie. yeah, I don't know the word the target audience per se. yeah, this is not I didn't ex- expect it to be super horror I mean I I went into it knowing it was gonna be like a you know almost like a date movie yeah um I ex I thought it was gonna be a little more horror um lean more into like the frankenstein thing yeah i i was expecting something more closely aligned with the frankenstein
3: story yeah but other than being like undead and the whole electrocution thing Mm -hmm. otherwise it's it's really more similar to like my boyfriend's back
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and uh yeah i mean it's 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 like I said, it's it's a cute movie. I think people would have fun seeing it on like a on a date night or something. Sure, um, it's not gory or anything. Like no, and there's some blood, um, but nothing uh, like like explicit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it had some very familiar tones to it. It was it, was, it seemed very the movies, the two movies that kept popping up thematically for me. Were Edward Scissorhands. I was going to say Edward Scissorhands. And Sweeney Todd. So just anything with Johnny Depp. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, it, it had a very Tim Burton-esque yes, feel it to did. it. Um, which, I don't know if that was on purpose or what, but you know, it worked. Yeah. Um, even that dream sequence where she was basically talking to his, you know, it, it was like his bust, but on a f- full body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, that that whole scene looked very Tim Burton, very almost uh, almost cartoonish, like it was out of like, um, *Corpse Bride* Bride or *Frankenweenie* or something like that. Um, And uh, yeah, and um, the the you know the character Lisa was was aside from being you know kind of becoming more and more crazy was relatable i think yeah um just you know especially like if you were somebody in high school that was like not very popular and or kind of overshadowed by somebody you were friends with or related to or related to um i think you could probably relate relate to this pretty well um uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I don't really have a lot to say about it, but overall, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, again, yeah, no, again was, we're not the target audience. Yeah, it but. was It was
3: fine for what it was, but yeah, I don't think that I'm the target audience, so I didn't really enjoy it Okay. per se, but that's not to say that it was like hard to watch or that I actively didn't like it sure. or actively disliked it. It just... I don't know.
0: The it was, um, yeah. I don't know, it was it was cute. <laughs> that's yeah. That's kind of how I'm defining it. Is, is is a cute movie. Yeah. Um, and despite its <laughs> macabre theme, it was cute. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah,
3: like, I I don't want to say anything bad about it because it wasn't bad it wasn't that um you know there wasn't anything about it that i would actively steer someone away from it it just it just wasn't my type of movie sure
0: i did like the representation of the 80s though it wasn't over the top yeah it felt very real Mm -hmm. like uh you know like was it season three of stranger things where it was kind of like was 85 86 something like that yeah um and just right in the middle of like the 80s heyday but it wasn't over the top. It wasn't it, like neon and yeah. Like, it wasn't like uh, like the wedding singer. Yeah, it was just over the top eighties. You know, everything was an eighties reference. You know, that type of thing. It was just it was the eighties. Mm-hmm. That's this is where we live. Like Le- a lot of Lisa's outfits looked very Madonna of mm-hmm. that of that period. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was f- funny. Like her, like uh, people. Or at the beginning, she's trying to get ready for this party. Um, and she, it's very clear that she has no idea what she's doing, but she's trying to use a hair crimper. And it's like this hair crimper, they must've found it at like a thrift store or something. <laughs> Cause it looked like it was 40 years old. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 40. No,
3: <laughs> that, can't, that can't be right. <laughs> Cause I was born in the eighties.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I think a lot of other movies or TV shows are seem almost less committed to the, you know, uh, time period appropriateness of things. Yeah. But I think this made, made it look It very, wasn't cliche. Yeah. This made it look very low effort. Yeah. I mean, not saying it was low effort. But it felt low effort. Yes. Which it, is the sign of it probably felt lots of effort. <laughs> <laughs> this felt like a movie that was actually filmed in the 80s. Yeah. Like it was, it didn't seem like, and tonally, it felt like an '80s movie, like, yes. like a
3: you know, um, John Hughes. Movie. John Hughes, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah like yeah. You this, just that's kept... expecting Billy Zabka to, to show up, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If think about like if Tim Burton directed a movie written by John Hughes, or the, vice or 80s. vice versa, yeah, or in the yeah in the '80s, um, yeah, that's that's apt, yeah. Um, and I guess what I'm I'm saying is like, it didn't look like set pieces. It didn't Mm -hmm. look like they dressed everything up to look like the '80s. It looked like it was the '80s. Yeah. So, anyway, um, anything? Do you have anything else to to add? No, not really. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, this isn't a. uh, It's not a big movie. It's only been out for what a week or two. Yeah. And so. it was already in the small theater at, at my theater. Mm. Which is, you know Well, they they either put very small films in there to begin with, which is probably the case here, or they put movies that are bombing in there. That's not great. I haven't really looked at how it's doing. Neither have I. I saw that it has mixed react or mixed reactions as far as uh, reviews, but
3: Yeah, Uh, it opened at three point
0: seven million. Well that's not too bad for a for a tiny little movie like this. It is released by Focus Features, which is basically like the independent branch of Universal. Um it's made eight million domestic Yeah. I mean I don't know what their budget was thirteen million. Hmm.
3: Oh. Anyway made $16,000 internationally.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't know how long it's been out inter- internationally, but I mean I think this really comes down to bad marketing because I the only reason I s- even knew this existed was because I happened to see a trailer on upcoming horror movies.com. Mm. Um and uh yeah, so it's um m- 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 Anyway, okay, yeah. Uh, if if you can catch this in in a theater, I'd say yeah. You don't know, take your significant other. It's, like I said, it's a good date night movie. Um, you know, if you're somebody like us, you know, especially if you're you're a, a guy in their mid to late thirties, early forties. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this probably isn't the movie for you. If you're looking
3: for a horror movie, this this ain't
0: it. No, but yeah, if if you want to take your your old lady out for something that you might also kind of enjoy, this could probably work. Yeah. Uh, but again, like I said, it's you know it's in the small theater where I am, which means that it's on its way out. It's probably, so, yeah, probably not gonna be there long. Yeah. So if you want to catch it, I'd suggest you maybe go do it this weekend. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, um. give it a seven yeah
3: i I mean like i said it wasn't my type of movie it probably not something i would watch again um unless she wanted to watch it or something but I, i think it's perfectly uh adequately adequately done so yeah i think
0: seven is fair yeah i mean like i feel like giving it like an eight is high yeah but again i mean it's like it was acted well it was written well yeah, it's a good story. Again, yeah, and again like the the set, you know, set design and and kind of engaging you in the 80s without being in your face about it was dead on. Um and uh yeah, everything seemed to come together quite nicely. Yeah. Um I honestly don't know why it's like it's got 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got 47 on Metacritic. I don't understand that. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what people's issue with it might be. See, Richard Roper, who's all, you know, he's always such a cheerful guy. uh, (laughs) So it suffers from mixed genre syndrome and hops from horror, horror spoof to trauma survivor story to pure camp to high school comedy. Never really finding its footing because it's all of those things. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, you shouldn't let old men review these kinds of movies because they don't know what they're supposed to get out of it.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Anyway, describe it as Owen Lieberman described it as derivative and neither scary nor funny. See, I take issue with that because I actually laughed out loud a handful of times. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's it. Um, like I said, catch it at the theater while you can. If not, I'm sure it won't be long before it's on VOD. So, there you go.
3: Yep. Uh, so up next is a much more independent film, a, uh, and it, you want to talk about campy. Uh, <laughs> this is called Here for Blood.
1: I need you to, baby, sit for me. You
0: need to do what? He's down. He's down! He's down! Come on, Phoebe. I don't know how to take care of children. All
1: he has to do is just keep the kid alive for a couple of hours. It's really not that hard.
0: How do you
1: want to do this? You want a fist fight? Ah. Oh, God. Ah. This babysitter is really pissing me off. Ah.
3: All right, so uh, this film—I just this is another one I just kind of stumbled across on uh, on upcominghorrormovies.com. I dot Just saw the release date was close to this, so I decided to stick it on there. And I saw it had professional wrestling in it, so I was like, "All right, yeah, that could be cool."
0: I turned it on. And I didn't realize what it was. Like I didn't watch a trailer or anything. Yeah. Yeah, so I saw it started out with a wrestling match. I'm sitting there watching it on my laptop next to my wife. I'm like, "Fucking Taylor." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Sean Roberts, uh,
3: who was previously in the Resident Evil movies, he was in Dawn of the Dead and Diary of the Dead. He plays an uh, independent wrestler named Tom O'Bannon, and it really doesn't matter <laughs> that he's a wrestler. Like, that doesn't come into play. Not not really, no. But he's, you know, he's, he's working the indies, so he's, you know, he, we see him working a match in the opening credits, and then the... Uh, promoter is just like all right here's your cut and he's like it was a full house like how do i only get 20 bucks I was like well take it or leave it <laughs> hot dog and a handshake
0: yeah. does uh peak put? oh i guess like the big names they must pay for the for them right to come right yeah i mean
3: peak doesn't really do big names it's really more focused on the, the students Oh, okay but
0: even they get more than 20 bucks <laughs> <laughs> i hope so <laughs> Like, you know, there's a whole thing that's like, oh, wrestling's not even real. But, like, yeah, they may not be getting, like, really punched in the face or, you know, kicked in the stomach, usually. But they are actually getting slammed on a pretty hard surface. Yeah, they're taking bumps. Taking dives and shit. And yeah, it's 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 not friendly to your body, even though they're not physically hitting each other. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, he,
3: you know, he wins his match and he goes home. And I... It cracked me up that he went home and his girlfriend is like, did you win? (laughs) Because to me, that means one of three things. Either he didn't know he was going over until the day of the show. He keeps kayfabe with his girlfriend. (laughs) Or she doesn't know it's fake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it wasn't fake. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, kayfabe wasn't fake. (laughs)
3: But so she is supposed to babysit, and she has to write a paper for school. And so she doesn't have time to babysit because she has to write a paper. I don't know why she couldn't go when, once the kid goes to bed write her paper, but
0: did I digress. You, did you recognize her friend, Christine? No. She was, uh, was it either April or May from Letterkenny? No shit? No. Yeah. Huh. I can't remember which one she was, but she was one of them. Did not realize that. Yes. Yeah,
3: so she asked Tom if he can babysit for her, but she still gets the money, right? But Tom so agrees. He gets fucked financially
0: twice in one day. Yeah, or no, I guess it's the next day. It, it
3: is the next day, yeah, because uh, they wake up and he's doesn't remember that he agreed to it. But he's feisty. <laughs> well, when he fucks her in the shower, did
0: he fuck her in the shower?
3: Well, he acted like he was. He was like, "How long?" Yeah, or something like that, and then like ran into the bathroom after her. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it was it was implied that they Which is the implication that they engaged in relations. <laughs> <Intercourse> <laughs> we've been we've been we've been rewatching Shits Creek, mm-hmm. and I love the way that Stevie does that because she like delays and is like <laughs>
0: <laughs> like a delay and then does it really fast. <laughs> Oh uh, man. I've watched that show so many times over co- like since COVID. It's so good. It is really good and it, it has a lot of replay value. It really does. But so Tom shows up to this house and the dad,
3: uh, Gil, <laughs> old Gil, <laughs> he opens the door and he's just like, Who the hell are you? And he's like, I'm the babysitter. Who the hell am I? And he's just like, Oh right, I forgot that you know we're it's it's you instead of uh, Phoebe. Mm. He's like, "You're not a weirdo, are you?" Cuz even Tom is just like, you know, if if a man babysits,
0: people think he's a weirdo. Right. <laughs> Which do they? I only babysat once, and I felt like a weirdo doing <laughs> it. I mean, I wasn't all that much older than the kids, but it, it was just... like having a, hiring a horse to watch your dog, kind of. <laughs> I mean, like, I was. <laughs> I was probably like, I don't know, 16, 17, and the kids were, I don't know, like 10 and 8. Yeah, I think it's the weirder part is that he's a grown man.
3: Yeah. Not like a 15 year old boy or something. Yeah. And he's a very uh, big guy. He's a large, large, uh, well built fella. Yes. He's been hitting the gym. Mm I mean he's a professional wrestler, so he's he's gotta be yoked, you know. Yeah. He's probably on the gas. <laughs> They're all on the gas. <laughs> but so he comes in and he, you know, gets introduced to the the young girl there, Grace, who's too busy playing uh Bon Bonsai Racers 5. <laughs> I don't know why that stuck out in my head, but it did. I sure didn't remember that. Because <laughs> Tom was like, oh yes, bonsai racers five. <laughs> But so the parents go out on the town and next thing you know, these masked men break into the house and they appear to be specifically after Grace. They're not there for money. They're not there just to cause trouble or, you know, hurt or kill anybody. They specifically want to take Grace. Right. And what do you think of these masks? Um... A couple of them looked pretty cool. And one of them was just like an upside down face. Yeah, I thought that one was kind of cool. It was. It was tripping me out. Yeah. And but like one... when he took it off,
0: I kind of expected to set his face to be upside down. <laughs> there was one of these guys. Actually, he kind of he skipped over the cold opening, which I That's don't know how, much imp- how important it is. but Yeah. Um, but there's one guy who at first the glance. The guy. Yeah. At first glance, I thought it was Sting. <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you something
3: sting does not have that body anymore i'll bet not yeah. sting is 64 years old God,
0: that makes me feel old
3: uh he's having his last match next month
0: is it really yep he's hanging him up about time at least he's not rick flair you know no going shit. out
3: with some style hopefully
0: <laughs> instead of
3: getting he pretty much only does tag matches now so he's sting yeah yeah mm-hmm. He's actually a, a current tag team champion. Uh, uh yeah, but yeah, there's this cold open where this we see one of these masked men stab somebody, basically. hmm And so yeah, there's five five of them, I think, total. One,
1: two,
3: three, Four. One, two, three, two, three, four, five, yeah, five, six, six. Looks like Yeah, okay. I think that's counting like the boss guy.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, six. Apparently
3: they have names. Oh, <laughs> there's a uh, Spinhead, Slackjaw, Loverboy, who is the the built the one with the body at the beginning. Uh Meat, who is the
0: giant guy with the, t- the tattoos. Mm. Uh and the Jackal. <laughs> I wonder which one that guy, which one that was? The Jackal? Yeah. I'm guessing that's the leader guy. Oh, I was going to say it's probably the one laughing all the time.
3: Oh, that weird one, yeah. With like the, like, steampunk goggles
0: on his mask. Yeah. Or, wait, no, sorry. I'm thinking of a hyena. I don't know. I don't know which one the jackal is in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. a uh, jackal? Is it a jackal? Only
3: Meat and Loverboy have photos. Oh, no, Spinhead has a photo, but it's of an arm. Ah. <laughs> which that doesn't help me. Not helpful at all. <laughs> Yeah, so they break in, and they, uh, like I said, they're trying to take Grace away, and Tom is just beating the living shit out of him. <laughs> um, he takes one guy and just, like, puts his head on the stove and, you know, burns a big, uh, one of those, it's like an old school stove with the coil stove top. He burns that into the side of the guy's head, mm-hmm. and he, like, you know, pulls his face off and it's, like, sticking. This movie's got all the gore that the other one didn't have. <laughs> yeah. Um, at one point, you come to find out that this is a, like, cult of of some kind. They don't appear to be satanic, but there's there's some kind of cult and um, they need grace for a ritual. Mm-hmm. And up in the attic they've got this whole setup for this ritual including this (laughs) talking skull (laughs) which I didn't realize at first was supposed to be a real skull because it's like a puppet yeah and so I thought it was just like a decoration of some kind
0: (laughs) who did the voice Taylor? D. Snyder (laughs) I saw his name in the opening credits. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like, I'm watching and I'm watching. You were I'm like, watching. Lance Rocket? <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the movie and I'm just like, when does he come into play? Because I mean, this seems like a pretty isolated story here. And then, yeah. I <laughs> know. I was like, there's no way he's one of the masked guys, right?
3: Like, yeah. Yeah. And then this, uh, this skull starts screaming. And like, as soon as he screams, you're like, oh. Like, if, if you know that D. Snyder's in the movie, you hear that scream and you're like, oh, there's. There it is. There he is. And then he's like, feed me. <laughs> and so throughout the whole movie, he's just screaming, feed me the whole time. And uh, for whatever reason, Tom thinks these guys are perverts. <laughs> he's like, because Phoebe and her friend uh, Christine show up later. And Tom, they're like, what the fuck is going on? And Tom just like, I figured it out. We're getting uh, ambushed. By perverts <laughs> it's just like what made you draw that conclusion <laughs> and then one point later he's like you know guys i don't think they are perverts <laughs> the only one that looks like a pervert is Loverboy. yeah he's got like the tight leather pants that are like laced up down the side the this guy d- i'm a giant look- studded cod piece yep this <laughs> guy is, is a wrestler
0: oh i figured yeah
3: channing decker apparently he wrestled for tna Huh. And Meat is also a wrestler. Oh, yeah, I assumed that as well. Uh he, he wrestled under the name the Canadian Giant. Oh. <laughs> Looks like now he does a lot of stunt work, though. Mm. Um, yeah, and so basically this cult is uh trying to take Grace, and Tom is just fighting them and fighting them, and just it's bloody and gory and awesome. <laughs> Yep. Thoughts? Ah, uh, it was goofy as all hell. It is goofy, yes. Especially that fucking talking skull. Oh man, <laughs> the head
0: they call it. Yeah. Apparently, it was what the first person, like the who the ascended guy who started or whatever their cult yeah. or something. Yeah,
3: he's like the first one to ascend. They keep talking about ascending. Um,
0: and uh, yeah, I, I got the guy. Uh, Tom, uh, he was pretty funny, like just because he was kind of. Like he wasn't like stereotypical
3: meathead dumb. Yeah. But he was still kind of dumb. Right.
0: Um. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's not a lot to the movie. There's really not. Um, It's basically just kind of a smash him up, you know, Home invasion type movie. Yeah. With a l- little bit of a supernatural bent to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was funny. Um, g- gory, like the, the effects weren't the best, but it was still, no, but it's all practical. Yeah. Which I appreciated. Um, and, uh, Yeah, I mean... Just over-the-top gore, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, like, decap- two decapitations, right? decapitation. Um. Yeah, and then, you know, the, the face melting and... <laughs> that guy keeps getting fucked up. Yeah. But he, like, he keeps surviving somehow.
3: Well, because nothing that happens to him really is, like, lethal. I mean, it, I guess it could be if he, like, bled out or something. But, yeah, he, like, gets his, you know, face put on an oven. Like, that's not gonna kill you probably right unless it melts your entire face off and then gets
0: in your brain or something i don't know but <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i i like i said i mean there's not a lot to this so i don't feel like there's a lot of room to just kind of go on about it yeah um
3: but i kept waiting to see if tom would do like wrestling moves because i feel like anytime there's a movie where someone is a wrestler they're gonna do wrestling moves yeah All he did was an elbow drop. Well, several. Several elbow drops. He did body slam a guy, but I liked the way they did it because it wasn't like a typical like scoop slam. Mm. It was like the guy ran at him and he kind of picked him up and then threw him, which is no, it was was more like a body slam, but it was like the way it would happen in a real fight that wasn't staged. Yeah. Yeah. I did like the pizza guy. (laughs) (laughs) He orders pizza and this guy shows up and he's like, you know, here's your pizza. Then he goes, wait a minute. You're Tom O'Bannon. It's like, oh man, I'm a huge fan. He's like, is this your house? And he's like, yeah. He's <laughs> like, you know, I'm just hanging out with the lady. And he's like, can I get a, can I get a picture? And he's like, you got five bucks? He's like, oh, I mean, what? <laughs> he's like, I'm just kidding, man. Go ahead. And so he takes the photo and then he as he's going back to his car, he sees one of these masked men. And he's like, hey, what are you doing over there? You trying to, you know, creep on these people? Like, I've been working on my wrestling moves. I'll suplex you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah? Yep. For
0: uh, you know, low bud low budget indie horror, I thought the acting was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, overall, you know, when, when yeah, when you give those kind of uh provisos, um it was the acting was uneven. Yes. Um, but nothing that you wouldn't expect from... It was no, like, birdemic. <laughs> well, no, no.
3: A <laughs> few things are.
0: I mean, the, the the main players were were good. Tom, Phoebe, he, uh, the the parents, and uh, even Grace. She was pretty good. Yeah, I thought Grace was pretty good. That's always a mix, mixed bag with kids. Right. Like, you know, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. Uh, but she... And I, I guess even with her, it was kind of... A little uneven, but mostly good. Yeah. Um, I feel like she wasn't asked to do a lot. Yeah, and I think a smart director would do that. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. This was oh. directed by Daniel Turris. Written by James Roberts. I wonder if that's a relation to Sean. Daniel Turris previously did uh, Fresh Meat. And
3: Terry's car gets stolen. Oh, yeah, that classic. Of course, yeah. James Roberts. uh, This is his first credit.
0: Oh. Hmm, Good for him.
3: Yeah, good for him. I thought it was fun. I liked it. The the only thing was there was multiple times where I thought it was wrapping up, and then I was like, oh, there's still half an hour
0: left. Right. (laughs) Yeah, there were parts that were a little like silly but like a little too silly. Yeah. Especially the end. The, the end was very silly. Like the very very end or uh no, like like the whole part in the in the in the bond? barn in the barn. Um that was just kind of goofy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially also, when the guy popped back out. It's like, "What?"
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I can't really talk about it without spoiling it, but yeah. It, basically, something happens, and then that gets reversed, and then it happens again, and it's over. Right. Suddenly, <laughs> I was like, it's okay. I was like, "Wait a minute."
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That didn't make sense. Nope. But otherwise, it was good. I liked it. Like I said, I thought it was it was fun. It's it's definitely campy. It's mm-hmm. over the top gore. It's cheesy but that's our shit
0: right <laughs> <sighs> good Yeah. can't stop yawning. um free if you have uh screen box that's true
3: or if you sign up for a, a seven day free trial like i did sure yeah my second one <laughs>
0: <laughs> really yep. did you put Dif- a different email uh okay yeah i i had screen box for a long time and I was just, at some point I was like, I don't even use this. And so I canceled it. But then they announced they were putting Terrifier 2 on there. Mm. I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> and then I signed back. So that I mean that was back in October. Um and uh I just I still signed up for it. It's so uh, it's so low cost. It's like it's one of those it's things. It's like $4.99, I think. I think so, yeah. It's no shutter. No, it it definitely doesn't have the caliber of movies that Shudder does. Um, Shudder's owned by AMC, so like, what do you expect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's there's really no competition. Yeah, Uh, especially I think Screenbox is what owned by Bloody Disgusting. Is it owned by Bloody Disgusting or is it? Wait, they're partnered in some way. Is Bloody Disgusting owned by someone or a a company? I have no idea. I feel like I remembered some kind of like buyout at some point.
3: Um no their website says copyright bloody disgusting llc. So. Hmm. Um but this is the second screen box movie we've done recently. Oh yeah, parent company Cineverse. Cineverse, okay.
0: Anyway,
3: sorry. I was saying this is the second screen box movie we've done recently. Mm-hmm. So, uh, getting some okay stuff. It is much more like it's more stuff like this though. Like stuff you're not going to see in theaters, like yeah. Um, but sometimes that's good shit. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. I'd uh. i give this uh. Give it an eight. Okay. Uh. Definitely not as technically sound. As the other one, right? But uh, <laughs> but I enjoyed it more. Fair.
0: Um, I think I'll probably give this a six. Okay. Kind of torn between six and seven. Yeah, I think I think six is good. All right. All right, guys. Well, that's gonna do it for us on this fine day. Uh, We'll be back in a couple weeks At least that's the plan That's the plan (laughs) Taylor, what are we What are we going to be doing? Uh, We're going to be doing our annual celebration
3: Of Irish horror For St. Patty's Day Uh, We're going to be talking about boys from country
0: hell Goddamn raw head wrecks (laughs) (laughs) It was time (laughs) Ten years is time (laughs) All right. well uh, yeah Look out for that be a bunch of fun and we'll wear green. And bad accents. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're definitely gonna do bad <laughs> accents. It's a tradition. And you drink, don't fuck with tradition. And drink whiskey. <laughs> and drink whiskey. Hopefully. We no, get our... We'll drink whiskey. Okay. <laughs> you the
3: whiskey? I probably, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Assuming we record here,
0: then yeah. I need some coffee, so I'm drive home. <laughs> uh okay uh yeah in the meantime where can people find us taylor they can find us
3: at graveplotpodcast.com as well as wherever you listen to your podcast make sure you rate review and subscribe give us five stars and then put a little something in the text box doesn't really matter what it is we're not going to read it just put your uh your favorite thing about frankenstein all right dicks 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 all right dicks 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 that's fine do like a uh eight and then the equals 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 and then a d the capital Mm d yeah or just an eggplant emoji. That's fine too. If, that's they, right. if they let you do emojis, I think they do. Because eggplant means dick. That's right. Do like an eggplant and a peach. Yep. And a snowman. Um, <laughs> uh, also, make sure you follow us on social media. We are Grave Plot Podcast most places. We are still on Twitter as Grave underscore Plot, but it's really just like new episodes is the only thing that's going to show up on there. If you really want to talk to us and uh, interact with us, it's better to do it on Facebook or threads um, or Instagram to a lesser extent. And uh, of course, patreon.com. If you want to join us uh, live for horror business or get your name in the show or get discounts on great pop merchandise, such as the new hockey sweater (laughs) or the I'm a werewolf and you can too t-shirt or the, by the way, I'm a vampire t-shirts, all of this and more. Can be yours today.
0: Today? Well, not today. Probably in a couple weeks.
3: It could. It could be. Well, I mean, you you
0: you could buy it. You just won't have it. Right. It takes a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Have you ever ordered something from our store? Yeah. Okay. It takes a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. A couple weeks. Okay. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, we have also our uh, Saint Patrick's Day shirt. That's right, we do. Uh, I always try to remember to like remind or to tell people about that ahead of Saint Patrick's Day, and I always end up mentioning it on the Saint Patrick's Day (laughs) episode. So uh, check that out. If you order
3: it today, you might get it by next episode. Possibly, might no no promises.
0: I can't I can't guarantee that. Okay, guys, uh, so we'll catch up with you next time. Until then, I'm Skeletonic. I'm Taylor of Terror. And this has been the Grave Plot Podcast, where we're all a little dead inside.